if I pretend I'm dead, they won't know I'm here. <laughs> I'm gonna pass them. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm one of you. Yeah. Yay. Welcome back to Paranormal Freezer. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> the show where we watch ghost adventures and talk about it. So, uh, Panda, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. You're listening to Alyssa and Panda. Um, and uh, we're here to talk about Season 1, Episode 2 of Ghost Adventures, which was the Houghton Mansion in North Adams, Massachusetts. Houghton. Houghton. Yep, you're right. It is. <laughs> <laughs> because we said Houghton last week, and oh it still God. looks like Houghton, but apparently just... it's Houghton. Yeah. Should we do that again? No. Okay. Because it still looks like Houghton. <laughs> you know what's funny is I looked at my notes, which in in like big bold letters says ho in <laughs> it's like bitch read this not the way it's written <laughs> when you literally write it out phonetically but don't read it that way right. you skipped over that part <laughs> yeah, <I did. laughs> this episode was first aired october 24th 2008 on the travel channel your basic kind of summary here is uh Zach Bagans, Aaron Goodwin, and Nick Groff explore Houghton Mansion, said to be one of the most haunted locations in New England. Which I've never heard of before. <laughs> and we live in New England. Yeah, we live in New England. We've never heard of this place uh, until until now. So, right. Well, I mean, Last until... Week, but, like, whatever. Until we've seen this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Seven million years ago, we never knew about this. But I want to go visit it. I, I just, I just want to drive by. Like one day in this, like in the fall, like I want to go leaf peeping out there. There you go. You can just do like a quickie, like drive by situation. Yeah, because honestly, I think it's going to be underwhelming to drive by it. But if you're going to make a leaf peeping trip out of it, then yeah, I think it'd be worth it. Then I agree. I would agree. It's kind of like up in the Berkshires, so yeah. So yeah, it'd be. Is it up? Yeah, where it the is. Berkshires yeah, it, are. it is. They said that in the uh, beginning oh, they of the did? episode. Oh, yeah, they did? totally, totally <laughs> bypassed it. It was. I was too busy listening to Matt snoring. Uh, <laughs> well, I was. I was watching it alone last night. So last week, I like watched it right before we recorded. It was daytime. It made it a lot less spooky. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna come home from work at like twelve thirty, like midnight, and watch it. And I was alone and. It did make the episode a bit more creepy, gotta say. Yeah, you have to watch it at midnight and yeah. really, really respect the spook. Not yes. gonna lie. Yeah. It's it's so much better when you watch it late. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, are we ready to get right into it or are you... Um. Yeah, do you want to just touch on the fact that we're going to change the format up a smidge bit? Oh, yeah. Um. I'm going to... You want to... You wanna... Um, sure. Yeah. So last week we we realized that like we did a whole Wikipedia um, brief history prior to talking about the episode. But then when we talked about the episode, we just went into the history again. So we were kind of getting a double history. So this week we're going to just incorporate the Wikipedia uh, fact check 
while we talk about the history section that they talk about in the show. I'm going to do a little bit of integration so you guys don't have to hear us talk about it twice. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> nobody really needs that. <laughs> no. All right. Awesome. So uh, I guess uh, let's have a bagel bite and get right into it. Sounds good to me. <laughs> so the Houghton Mansion is named after Albert Charles Houghton, and he was born in 1844, just over the line of Massachusetts in Vermont. But he was the president of the company um, Arnold Print Works, which was the largest employer uh, in North Adams. And he also became the first mayor of the town in 1896. So from a fact-checking point of view, all this is accurate. I would hope so, because if you were lying about (laughs) any of that, it's very easy to just fact-check that. So, good. Yeah, it's really funny, because I was going through this going, wow, everything that they said in the episode is almost, like, when they're just kind of giving some of the basic, like, details. Yeah. Everything was almost, like, word for word what was on the Wikipedia page. Amazing. It was, I was like, (laughs) wow, this is very accurate like this yeah so we're doing so far we're doing really well good okay so then not a ton of his life is like told and it doesn't seem to really matter except for um and he goes by ac houghton mm-hmm. houghton mm-hmm. Ooh, houghton this is hard we're gonna you, we, you read it houghton <laughs> anyway it's AC. spelled h-o-u-g-h-t-o-n so you know, I mean, we, I read Houghton. We don't really get no. You, you, oh, <laughs> no, we oh, read Jesus. Houghton. Oh, <laughs> I, we read Houghton, but it's pronounced Houghton. So, yeah, sorry in advance if we get it mixed up all over the place. So yeah. they call it Albert Charles. They just call him in the whole episode like AC. He he is AC Houghton. He's AC Moore. Yeah. Oh, I love that story. Yeah, me too. So sad. Sad. <laughs> R.A.P. So AC. Houghton died in a car wreck in on August 1st, 1914. His driver, Mr. Witters, was the one who was driving, go figure. Mm-hmm. And they 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 lived the the driver and um AC, but his daughter Mary was in the car. And Mary was killed in the car. Mhm accident and like went over the cliff and they tumbled a couple times and she just she, she passed was, away from her injuries and she was like crushed or something yeah like yeah now i will say they do claim that ac houghton died 10 days later at his house from a broken heart and that he had sustained like no injuries in this tumble i'm suspecting he probably had internal injuries he that did. they just weren't aware of <laughs> he, did. he did so what they had uh, mentioned on the wikipedia page was essentially that he he did sustain some kind of minor injuries but i'd be willing to bet that like you know it was like 19 1914 14 yeah i don't i don't he know what x-rays right, looked like then say, i don't I think don't... they went extensive i don't even know if he went to the hospital because he lived and i think he, was he did like, okay oh, i think okay. he did i think he was in the hospital for a little bit but then they let him go because they were like oh you seem fine <laughs> right you're oh you probably have a bruise that's internal bleeding they yeah they didn't really yeah. So, so yeah he did die he did 10 die. days after this initial accident but yep. at the house yep and then mr witters he 
felt very bad. So yeah. um, before we move on, there were two other individuals in the car as well. Oh, okay. One was a f- uh, so actually they were both friends of uh, the Hotons. Um, it was uh, Robert Hutton and his wife Sybil <laughs> Hutton and Houghton. <laughs> yeah. And- Excuse me, Dr. Robert Hutton oh. and Sybil, his wife, Hutton. Um, and I you know it's like very confusing because it's H-U-T-T-O-N as opposed to H-U-G-H-T-O-N. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. But they were, so they were, they were literally just on like a, a pleasure drive up to, um, where was it? Somewhere in Vermont, Bennington, Vermont. And Witters was at the wheel and the car that they were driving was literally this like it was brand new at the time yeah state-of-the-art old thing <laughs> pierce arrow touring car is what it was called oh. so they were on a pleasure drive is what they called it they just wanted to go up to vermont just yeah, to say just that they did it doing a drive they were just doing a drive this is like the first mental health drive oh yes yeah so um anyway i we can take a half step back but um to what you were saying panda but uh I think it's not that important, but the reason that the car, they got into a car accident was because there was like... Oh, horses. A, a gaggle of horses. Yes. <laughs> there was construction on the road and there was a gaggle of horses that was on the side, on the right-hand side of the road. So Witters had, so they had sent Witters to go get like his license and learn how to drive because oh. nobody knew how to drive. It was, the, it was 1914. Right. I don't even know when cars came out, but not much earlier, I don't think. Oh my God, we can't it's like just. like 1912 or something, right? The like just, Model T was just, the first one, right? We can't just say we don't know when, when cars came out. I mean, I out. can't. It's not like a movie. no idea. When did cars come, oh my God, literally. When did cars come out? No. Well, you asked the the question, when did cars come out? Not when was the first car made? (laughs) And and the answer is June 9th, 2006, but we're talking about Uh, Cars the movie. Great, great movie. Great. Oh, love that movie. I really do. But um, let's say when was the first car Mm. released, Mm. available in America, available to the public? Oh, Boy, howdy. What? Um, okay, it was a lot earlier than I thought. Oh, well, um, I sound dumb. <laughs> it was like two years earlier. Again, like all credit to Wikipedia. If this is not right, then <laughs> well, whatever. Well. I'm not, I, I'll be honest, I'm not a car uh, history buff. But um, evidently, uh, Carl Benz patented the first Benz motor wagon in 1886 and then cars became widely available in the 20th century uh after the model t that I had was <laughs> accessible to the masses in 1908 okay i wasn't far off then no. you made that sound like i was way the fuck off i was no. two years too late no you were you <laughs> three were years definitely not you're definitely not four years i can't math <laughs> You're definitely not off that far, but it was like, okay, we can't just, like, I feel like we had to get some. Well, so 1908 was a Model T available, like, to the masses, and in yeah. 1914 is when this car accident happened, so it was still relatively new to the driving, but regardless. This he... is new technology. Somebody yeah. had to, I mean, we, we still have to go away, not go away, but, like, we still have to learn how to drive a car, right? Well, yeah. So. But I don't think <clears throat> it was 
I don't, I mean, I, listen, I wasn't fucking there, but <laughs> it doesn't seem to me like it was like his lack of driving ability. No, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't. But it's funny because it's like, you got to figure, okay, like maybe somebody who had, uh, I don't know, maybe, I think what I'm trying to say is the roads are probably not really all that great. Yeah, for you know, I don't think cars. power steering existed. So that bitch was hard to turn. Power steering definitely did not <laughs> No, <exist>. I know. <laughs> that's that. That's like from like 19... 19- We're doing it again. 80. We're doing it again. Well, listen, I, I don't care when power steering came out. I'm telling you, it wasn't in this car. When was power steering <laughs> first introduced? 1951. So we had a couple of years oh. before that. Oh, yeah. That became a thing. I didn't thing. think it was that old. So anyway, so yeah. So the the point is, frankly, cars were not, or roads were not really built for cars yet. Cars were not really stable probably i'm sure i'm guessing it was like just no people drive a model t around now and that's true but still i mean i don't know either way i'm i'm guessing people were i'm guessing he had like just gotten you know just learned to drive the car i mean i don't necessarily think that he would have been any better or worse off if there were horses in the road and kind of like a slippery hill to fall down but Either way. He went over the cliff. He went over, he basically went over an, a, a soft embankment and they rolled down a cliff. And so yeah. that is, that's how, um, <clears throat> that's how they lost, uh. The women, actually. Mary and. Mary and Sybil, yep. Yeah. And I believe Robert had survived as well. Yeah, I heard, I think they had said only the women perished. Yeah, men were okay, minor cuts, scrapes, and bruises. And yeah. Fractures. And, so uh, yeah, sad. So Witters was pretty distraught about this because AC was also distraught about losing his daughter, and they put Witters on like a psychiatric watch, sort of. Um, but he was able to like go about and do his thing. So he did end up going a couple days later down to the basement of the barn, and he did not return. And then they sent the cops to go check because they were concerned and Witters had shot himself with a horse pistol. I don't know what a horse pistol is, but just a gun, whatever. Must be a damn big gun. Yeah. That is my guess. We're not going to even. <laughs> but so he killed himself in the basement. Yeah. Of the barn. Of the barn. Yep. And, and this was before AC had actually passed away too. AC was. Right. AC was the one who sent him to go, uh, sent the cops to go. Oh, Check. he was? I thought it was a friend of... I thought it was AC. Either way. Either way. Matter. Somebody had sent cops to go check on him. Yeah. Which is funny because it's like, well, I, I don't want to have anything to do with whatever's down there. Right. <laughs> um, and so that's that's generally the history of where they think the ghosts came from. And then Zach, Nick, and Aaron are out in Massachusetts in wherever this, North Adams, and they literally go, this is her address, and they're at the address of the great-great-granddaughter, Rachel, um, and her house, and he just kind of goes up to her house and knocks on her door. She's not aware, I guess, because she opens the door, and then she goes, oh, are you filming? <laughs> and he goes, like, yeah, yeah, is that okay? And she's like, oh, yeah, come on in. Like, 
this was the strangest situation. <laughs> I know. It was, I don't know if it was meant to seem non-scripted. I think it was non-scripted. I think it was non-scripted yeah, I think entirely. like at this point in time with this show, I think everything was non-scripted. <laughs> I don't think we got theatrical. We were flying by the seat of our pants yes. at this point. Yes. So she goes in. She's, or I mean, they go in. They go in, yeah. And they're they're talking about the history, the 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 family members, and the tragic way that they died. And you know, she just seems happy to share all of her family information. It was really cute. She had pictures. Oh yeah, like the original old pictures. Yes, and it was really really cute. It was sweet. Yeah. And they do go to the cemetery that the family is buried in. Yep. And the 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 plot of like the four well it was four but I'm not really sure why because I've got that it's obviously AC Mary and would be the AC's wife yeah is my guess and then I'm not sure the fourth but whatever and then Mr. Witters is is there but not within this like same he's like, plot he's like off to the back he's corner like awkwardly <laughs> off to the side which. Zach made a really good point about this, actually, that I kind of was like, yeah. He was like a side note forever. I mean, not, I don't mean to call him like a side note, but he, you know, he was part of the family, but not really. And it's, I think, I feel like Witters, all he wanted was to make them happy. And so to have him kind of like sort of off to the side, so awkward. And it's like, you know what? It is, but it isn't because he isn't. The family. So putting no. him in the fl- the family plot would have been almost weirder. Yeah, I but guess. But just the fact that he just wasn't just generically buried in the cemetery, but he was... He was there. Like, overlooking them in a way. It's just, yeah, you're, you're there, but of. you're not there. <laughs> On the one hand, it's like, okay, is that... Was that normal? Like, if you had money enough where you could have a chauffeur, like a live-in chauffeur, is that, is that like, normal? Like, do you know what I mean? I like, do, but I don't know. time period or in general? I mean, I guess I don't know. Like, like, because they're, they're kind of your family. Yeah. But they're not. Yeah. They're like pseudo family where you, you treat them well, but you don't, they're not your family. They're not your family and they don't like have a, I don't think he even had a family. Yeah, I don't know. So he. So is, he was off to the side. Yeah. But he was still buried like near them. Which was kind of interesting. And Zach said something like, oh, is this causing some of the disturbance? Because he's not really like... It with, could be. With the family. And it's kind of like, okay, yeah, maybe. But, but maybe not. <laughs> but yeah, but maybe not. I mean, maybe that maybe he's happy that he's so close. Who knows? And then it kind of just jumps to the, the house. And they're talking about a bed of nails and an electric chair. <laughs> out of fucking... Nowhere, Nowhere. literally. What I want to know, so I don't, and maybe we should have done a little bit of research on this too, but like, do the Freemasons typically have beds of nails? Yeah, I was also, well, it didn't really even, listen, it literally came out of nowhere. It didn't go like, the Freemasons have now inhabited this, this home and things found by the Freemasons. It was just like, here's, here's leftover bed of nails and electric chair and i literally went oh shit where'd the electric chair come from yeah what the fuck was that for so there's a a little bit of uh background about how the mansion was sort of passed Mm. um between the time that ac lived there 
and the Freemasons. And essentially it was, and it's, this isn't really that important, but it's kind of, you know, it, it wasn't like AC died and then the following day the Freemasons took the whole place over. So AC passed away and there was a, a, a Mary, the daughter, had several other sisters. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So one of the sisters, Florence, who the great-great-granddaughter had mentioned. Mm -hmm. So she basically moved into the house with her husband, who I think actually, like, worked with AC at the printing company. So he... So they moved in to take care of the AC's wife. And so she was living there for a while. um, And then, I guess, her and her sister, Susan, so, like, they there were three sisters. The sister... Well, I guess Florence and the sister Susan sold it to the Freemasons in 1926. Okay. So there was some time between 1914 right. and the time that the Freemasons t- bought it. So the Freemasons had sold the house in 2017 to a hotel developer. So it was like $160,000 that they bought it, that they sold it for in 2017. That's wild yeah and it's been since closed to the public so now you can't go there anymore well okay. you, i mean you can drive past it probably. but yeah but, but it's not a freemason building that you can like enter though yeah we probably wouldn't have been welcome in a freemason building anyway yeah. because <laughs> women i mean i don't really know how that works either, there's but... no women in freemasons oh really yeah well, i mean i knew that but like i didn't really know that they would like oh i mean i don't know i'm just being i didn't like, know it was obnoxious like a, about it i didn't know it was like a, a <laughs> you know it's a men's he, only club it's a he-man woman who yeah. is like a, a bow i don't even know what the fuck a freemason does so there's that but we are not i'm not getting get into, into that. that that's irrelevant <laughs> i'm just saying i don't even know all of a sudden i went from this mansion had uh, th- this was a mansion turned to freemason building and there was a, a an electric chair and yet if that's what was used if that was used my bets are the ghosts came from that shit had nothing to do with the Houghtons themselves. So Freemasonry or Masonry refers to fraternal organizations that trace their origins to the local guilds of stonemasons that, from the end of the 13th century, I'm reading directly from Wikipedia, uh, regulated the qualifications of stonemasons and their interaction with authorities and clients. It didn't clear it up for I me. I didn't learn anything from no. that. Freemasonry, the teachings. Oh, this is from Britannica.com. Freemasonry, the teachings and practices of the fraternal men, men only mm-hmm. no, order of free and accepted <laughs> Masons, the largest worldwide secret society, an oath bound society often devoted to fellowship, moral discipline, and mutual assistance that conceals at least some of its rituals, customs, or activities from the public. Sounds a hell of a lot like the fire department. <laughs> <laughs> but like but like weirder because at least like the fire department you know does something important uh they just have a men's club for nothing and they say that they do things but what do they do they that don't information nothing. is close to the public they don't do shit maybe they do but maybe they do who knows I, whatever anyway <laughs> so zach and nick and aaron get to this mansion and they're getting like walked around and they're talking to the masons about some of the stuff that they hear some of the um claims I did not write down the like Mason's name, so whatever. Oh, me there, was a, there was a couple of them, um, but they were they were saying that they hear a lot of footsteps and door slams. Yep. Um, and then we jump from that to a tunnel. 
because that makes sense let's chronologically. Pa- let's pause for <laughs> just one second because that tunnel was just... I didn't hear anything about this tunnel anywhere else. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. so the reports that I had read in just kind of Googling, Google searching, um, shadowy figures, footsteps, um, reports of a heavy feeling when they step into Mary's old room, um, door slamming, if I hadn't already mentioned that, uh, supposed tales of a little girl in the basement. Um, yeah, I have stuff to say about that, but when I get there, I'll... Yeah, yeah, we can get, <laughs> we can definitely get there. Um, but yeah, in, there was no trace back to this stone wall. So yeah, the, one of the masons was saying there's a, like a stone rock wall wall which actually just looked like a rock wall but then when they walked up close to it these were fucking boulders yeah (laughs) like they're big ass rocks and this mason was saying that he believes that the rocks are cursed and is bringing upon some of the cursing to the well actually he said he thinks that the the rocks are cursed and is what caused the deaths of the houghtons so there's that yeah um and the the rocks are from the Husik tunnel yep which is also referred to as the bloody pit because almost 200 people died while making that tunnel into the mountain yeah i my notes were i'm sorry the bloody pit a mm. curse from quote the men who died unquote <laughs> yeah from the Husak tunnel but yeah evidently calls it the Husak. evidently also haunted <laughs> yes they walk in there at one point and they're like hello is there anybody else here? And then Zach's like, oh my god, I just saw something run, run by. The it's like, thing. yeah, you're in a dark tunnel. It's probably like a possum or something. It could have been a gazillion things it was, but uh, it probably wasn't yeah. paranormal. Yeah, well, it was, it was just funny because he was freaking out. Did you guys see oh, yeah. that? Did you guys see yeah. that? And it's like, okay. No. Even even if it were something spook, it was like, Granted, the relax. environment that you're in made it spook because it was a very long, dark yeah, wet, drippy tunnel. Yakapui. And like, yeah, bricks were falling, water was dripping. It was creating like sounds, but I would just go out on a limb and say that those are all natural sounds, not like supernatural. And then we leave the tunnel and we never speak of the tunnel again. <laughs> this is just creepy as hell, man. I'll be the first to admit it. It's just creepy as hell. <laughs> yeah. Bad energy. He was like, there's he so really was bad hating. energy. Oh, and in he here. goes up to it and he goes, "We feel a thirty degree breeze shooting out of the tunnel." Oh yeah. Do you? It's a tunnel. Well, yeah, it's cold and wet in there, <laughs> and probably drafty. Yeah. But did, but the thirty degree breeze really was so specific. <laughs> and then they were saying it's a five mile long tunnel, which is a that's a, a long it's tunnel, a very long tunnel. It's if that's accurate, but I I'm not gonna fact check. Did you fact check that? Uh, Absolutely not. Nothing that I had read had said anything remotely along the lines of, we think this has anything to do with this tunnel. So I'm not really sure. I mean, again, this could have just been speculation from, you know, the Freemason that they were like, we love this because it's spooky. So we're going to get into it. Yeah. But I I didn't see anything particularly... I didn't see anything particularly specific about that tunnel. Okay. Well, so. and then we leave the tunnel, like I said. Goodbye. That's the end of the tunnel. Because then we go back to the house. And my this notes, is where we go to the hot spots. <laughs> my notes literally say dot, 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 back of the mansion. <laughs> yeah, we're all over the place. We're jumping all around in this episode. Yeah, There's no were. good order. 
So hot spots, I think we kind of briefly touched on them, but they're the lobby, Mary's bedroom, the third floor, which was also Mr. Witter's room, and the basement. So when half step back before we move forward, my note is back at the mansion, we listened to an EVP captured by one of the Masons. Supposedly, it sounds like it's saying, get out. Oh, yeah. I... Did you hear that? It did. Um, you did hear "Get Out." Oh no, no, no! I just, I'm, 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 I know what you're talking about. And my quote to this event is when Zach, they, he said, you know, we have this EVP, and Zach quoted, "I like that voice." Get out. That's kind of our speed. <laughs> like, okay, oh okay, buddy. <laughs> so um, we listened to it more than one time last night. I did not hear "Get Out." The reason we listened to it more than once is because Matt fully heard get out really yeah he's like you didn't hear that no i, I didn't like 1000 percent. no it's just sounded like a yeah to me it was not even not even close it wasn't like oh i heard a word i heard nothing yeah he was like listen he's like you're just listening to the part that's loud he's like listen to the like uh the kind of like in between sound mm. which yeah okay <laughs> that's the technical term well yeah the in between well because it was definitely like it was played on loop yeah so it was like probably a sound and then they like bumped something so that made a loud sound so you just kept hearing the loud sound over and over but you were it was taking over what you were supposed to be hearing but i either way i didn't hear it yeah i was like i'm not hearing that at all we listened to it like twice and he's like you don't hear that no no <laughs> i was you. like no but you do he's like well i was closing my eyes so i didn't i didn't you know it it, it didn't show i didn't see that it said get out oh, so okay. i kind of just heard it no in you know i've tried couldn't hear it so that's what i tried i closed yeah. my eyes and he's like all right like listen to it again you can really hear it i was like still no i guess i'm just not cut out to be an evp uh, yeah i mean person same though because well no okay maybe yes but not that one yeah it's got to be like it's got to be like crystal clear for yeah me. and there that that is the that happens so actually in case we didn't actually explain what evp was because i don't think we did last time mm, evp is right. electronic voice phenomenon and it is a sound that is captured on a recording a device that you cannot hear with your own ears in the moment so they have like a digital recorder and they're recording they're asking questions out loud but they're not hearing responses and then someone has to listen to all of that recorded audio and hopefully hear uh, an answer so that's what an evp <laughs> is but sometimes it is not that they faked this in any sort of way but sometimes it is easy if you if you are holding the recorder like it's one, it's probably a better idea to record it and put it somewhere so mm. you're not touching it there's no interference with like um a little bit of nudging near the microphone you don't want that because that because then all of a sudden you're like here you're like, did you hear that yeah and it was just like your own hand or your sleeve or you know <laughs> right or a bagel cat yeah <laughs> meowing in the distance <laughs> yeah but anyway that's what evp means so i thought that was a something we should probably good inform good, on. good call out i love that great great um, point out out point point out <laughs> um good call out thanks thanks love that. they also go over 
um, an evidence thing of a photo they the Masons have uh, that supposedly is a face in the window in the third floor, which is Mr. Witter's room. Great call out. I didn't make a note about it, but I remember it. I didn't see a face in the window. Neither. <laughs> didn't see jack shit in that window. <laughs> and I, you know, it was like that time of night where I didn't want to see the face in the window. Oh, I was full on looking. They even circled it. Yeah. Didn't see it. That's what I'm saying. I was full on. I didn't want to see the face. Yeah. But I looked anyway because I was like, if I'm going to be spooked by something, yeah. this is probably what it's yeah. going to be. No. Let down. I, Big old I, let down. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't see the face. Neither did Matt. No. It wasn't there. I swear to God. They, yeah. You can, your brain can make a lot of stuff for itself, but it wasn't there. And then they go down into the basement. Mm, the basement's yes. creepy as fuck. Yeah, I don't like the basement. No. So the basement, and I think they had mentioned this on the actual episode, but the basement was there prior to the Houghton Mansion. Yes. So um, I guess the building that was there before got picked up and moved. I just want to know how In were that they, time, were whose they? technology... Do they have like seventeen that? dollies that they just like picked this house up on? And I really don't know how it happened. But anyway, that's besides the point. I guess there was a building on that property prior to the Houghton Mansion. Yes. And they were like, "Well, why? Why would we cut another hole for a for a cellar?" Right. They just used this foundation. So they just used that foundation and called it a day. Which is fine if it's like stable. And again, just because. Just because it's old does not mean it's haunted, but to everyone else, that is what that means. So, because I, this cellar was here, it's automatically haunted. Yeah. Well, I beg to differ. Everything that's <laughs> everything that was built well, in 1800 or earlier. Well, I would say maybe prior to 1900 and earlier. Yeah. Okay. Is but haunted as far as my, I'm concerned problem with it was that we went the basement is from this old house and it's haunted and it's creepy as fuck and the ghost that inhabits it is a child like a small girl Mm -hmm. why yeah who is this small and and i think they also said we don't know who this girl is we can't we can't have no information on who she might be they don't have anything so it's nothing yeah so it's a claim of nothing so I'm leaving it at that's just creepy, but like the basement, the the aesthetic, no, <laughs> <laughs> the aesthetic of the basement is is not like clean, pristine. It's very, yeah, dirty and old well, and it's creepy. Just, it's yeah. an old basement. Yeah, creepy. It's an old unfinished basement. Just picture that in your head, and that's what it is. The claim of the little girl in the basement is there that she pushes you, she touches you, and she's crawling on the floor. But no, no thank, you. thank you. No, thank, no you. thank you. And then that's it. That's really where the uh, the history of they're they're going over that, and then they go outside, and the investigation's about to begin. And did you write what Zach quoted? Because I have a quote from Zach, and it's fucking hilarious. Uh, I don't I don't think I exactly wrote the quote, but I would be willing to guess that 
the the thing that oh yes i did yes i definitely did is it this is how ghost adventures crew gets locked down oh no it's dusk is about to arrive (laughs) (laughs) we also like i had said actually this like 10 minutes of episode is when matt was awake oh okay (laughs) so we've got some good like shout out to matt that's my husband he was making some real quality commentary <laughs> during yeah. this episode, so he gets to be involved. He literally called out that exact quote and was like, is that it? the way you would say it? I would never. <laughs> Dusk is about to arrive. I was like, I don't see why not. It's, I mean, literally every, d- every day, Dusk is going to arrive at some point. <laughs> but I've arrive. never said it's about to arrive look it's on the horizon yeah, it's so she comes. it was just so funny yeah and he was so serious about it that's the thing it's so it wasn't funny, that... funny he was being serious it's so funny that that was your call out because oh I, I loved he, it he said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and i just was like oh, i don't take anything i don't see that being weird at all it's oh, fine well, i thought it was v weird <laughs> but what i thought was funny as hell was when they drilled a yes. dead ball lock into their the door into this, the door this is not their door i know this is how the ghost adventures crew gets locked down i was like is this necessary is that did you ask permission before you started drilling holes in their door i know and i wonder if it's be, i wonder if they said you might want to drill a, a dead bolt because the door might open but don't you want the door to open if that's one of your claims yeah I mean, it was all sorts of weird, weird, weird. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So now so that they're happened. locked in and yep. the investigation begins. Yes, she begins. And we start off kind of like hot and heavy here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Aggressive. Yeah. So uh, the motion sensor goes off. Lit- like they walk away from the front. I don't know if that was the door that they had locked themselves in i think it was i think that was the lobby door the front door and they walk away from it for like 10 seconds yeah they walked upstairs yeah and And then suddenly the thing is just the motion sensor is just going off like crazy it's just constant like it was just going and that's the only time we heard about it well yeah everything here was just it was it was this is the claim this is this, is this happened event. yeah and then we're never gonna touch on it again it's never gonna happen again <laughs> i thought it was so weird that i mean it was like going yeah and they go downstairs they're like oh is that the motion sensors and they're like yeah okay let's go downstairs and they they, they like kind of sneak downstairs they go over to it and they don't go off like they're still going but they're it to clarify it's like a room and then there's like like a vestibule kind of thing and that's where the motion sensors are and there's like four of them yeah and they're not in there there is nothing within the yeah, there's uh, nothing line there. of view of the motion sensors so like it is odd they're going off but they are they also had a static night vision camera facing the door like yes uh, kind of almost right outside the sort of vestibule so you could see the whole thing and i guess it was like ac's old office and then another room on the opposite side. Yes, something. Yes. I feel like it was like a dining room or something. I don't yeah. remember. But don't so the thing just starts going crazy. Right. And do we want to talk about what they think it was now or should we wait till the end? We can, Let's talk about it so then when we bring up best evidence, we'll just re 
touch on the evidence. Okay. So, what what happened? (laughs) They think that they saw a shadow move super quickly across the hallway, kind of um, between where AC's old office is and another room. And you kind of see it. Oh yeah, I in mean, the video. There is, there's definitely something. something. Yeah. Um, and given the fact that, like, you can, you can watch, <laughs> the static camera and like the other, the the other camera evidence that they're upstairs, mm-hmm. and it like correlates with the time frames and whatnot. They're not. It's not them. And you can't have the shadow if you're not on the, inside of the light source and. Mm-hmm. they're not so yeah it is something and it is kind of creepy but it is it's so quick it's not like wow that was really creepy like the last yeah. um like manifestation in, guy in the basement of the in bobby mac right yeah. that was creepy that was real creepy so it was not nearly it was a heck of a lot more wispy yeah than the true shadow figure that we saw in bobby mackey's this is this was like if you blink, you miss. Yo, it. it was like flash zooming across, like whoop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was here and gone. Yeah, it was very flash zooming, but uh, but yeah, yeah, but you know what? It's spooky nonetheless. Just I think purely because of the really loud motion detector that yeah. didn't want to go off. Like right, it didn't, didn't want to turn off, and <laughs> yeah. it wasn't like a nice like little bing bong. It was literally like beep 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 beep. Oh beep, right, beep, yeah, beep. it wasn't a door like a. Um, you can buy like driveway sensors that like bing bong. Yeah. No, it didn't do that. Nope. It was just a constant beeping. Like yeah, you're gonna was... crash into something with your backup camera. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was angry. backup camera motion sensor. It was yeah. not. It was not okay. So it was like yeah, nothing, nothing like adding to the stress. Right. Of an already stressful situation. So they do run back down there. They check it out, and because those are going off, they're like, okay, let's investigate right here right now Mm. and they pull out the emf detector which let me go over that this Mm. time before Mm. we skip over that emf detector is the electromagnetic field and the claim is that um spirits can gain their energy from the electromagnetic field and it can spike when well hmm. do we want to wikipedia this? this because it's like they're they it doesn't make sense when you try to explain it the way I am because it's like I'm trying to say that the ghosts collect the energy probably not from the electromagnetic fields probably from the other from the batteries and such and then it spikes the electromagnetic field so um because when ghosts are present it will indicate that by spiking on the meter so this is from gizmodo.com. Um, so in day-to-day use, EMF uh, meters are used to diagnose problems with electrical wiring. So basically when there's a spike in the re- in the meter, it means that there's more. Know, uh, more, yeah. More than should be. Because it should baseline at zero always. Yeah. So, um, and it's just made to get kind of a reading on working appliances. Right. <laughs> um, but ghost hunters use EMF meters in their toolkits because ghosts are said to have electromagnetic um, energy. And so when there's a spike, when you're not near anything that would cause an electromagnetic spike, electromagnetic field spike, I guess. Yeah. Um that's said to be a ghost so like sometimes you'll see the it's like a you know it's like a little like zero to whatever yeah meter. like a quick blip go whoop 
and come yeah, back down. Exactly. So sometimes you'll see it like just spike up to ten or whatever. Yeah. And that's when it's like, oh my god, there's so much going on because it'll be like in the middle of you know a, a hallway or a room, right? Not and near any yeah, well, electrical source. Yeah. I mean, especially if it's already been established, you're you're holding it there, and it's at and zero. It's zero. Yeah. So nothing should change it. Um, yeah. In the moment, unless unless uh, for some reason there's something there, right? But I mean, and it's not like they're they're like swiping like a camera or something in front of it. No, or whatever. and the cameras don't do it anyway. No, because they're not connected to anything, right? And and there are different um, style EMF detectors. This one that they're using is the one that has like the the dot like a dial, like, um, a, like a like a gas gauge looking dial yeah um like a needle and it it's thank you a needle a needle yeah. so it's got zero on one you know one half end and, end. Yeah. and then it'll spike to the other and um there's other ones that have lights so sometimes they have you know no lights or they'll have like um a, a row of little like green 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 yellow 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 red 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 to indicate you know low to high so this one is the the needle one, but there are other ones that you can use too. But anyway, so they pull out this EMF detector. And they actually <laughs> hear the creepiest fucking noise. So you thought this was creepy? Yeah, I did. I thought this was another cat. Oh, I didn't think this was a cat. It sounded catty to me. Oh, damn. The bagel cat strikes again. The bagel cat strikes again. <laughs> I So, okay, this is another conversation that we had last night. I was like... Oh my god, the cat is back! <laughs> Matt was like, that was definitely not a cat. That was a creepy noise. I thought it was creepy. And I thought it was creepy too, but then I listened to it again like tw- like two or three more times yeah. and I was like, okay, I'm getting cat. Now, I'm picking cat yeah, up again. I can see where that came from. Yeah. But it did spike the EMF detector at the same time. Yes. <laughs> and so there should have been no reason for that. Yeah, if it so was a cat. let's get real here. Unless it's a ghost cat, unless it's a ghost bagel cat, shouldn't have spiked okay. the EMF. All right, but it was creepy. So it, if you yeah. are gonna listen to this episode, um, you know, let us know what you think because it was kind of creepy to me. But it could have been the fact that it was like twelve forty when I was watching it. Well, probably later than that. <laughs> you were watching it pretty late, right around midnight. Yeah. Well, I got no, I got home at like twelve thirty, so. Oh, all right. So late. Yeah. yeah. So I said, kind of echoey noise, sort of sounded like another cat, but was real weird when they brought out the EMF detector, a uh, yes. reader. Of course, it started to spike. Of course. Yes. <laughs> and then I also made a note, wait, he's wearing another white shirt. Was it Was it white? No. It was white. No, it was black. It was white in night. He was wearing, oh, maybe. He was wearing a black shirt to start. Why would he have changed? I think it just looks white in no, night in the, vision in the interviews the affliction shirt was it an affliction shirt yeah with the cross and the rose yeah yeah yep. and uh, like some real baggy pants oh yeah that's his signature that's what i'm saying like the first episode made no sense it wasn't his style yeah this was very on it was on brand, on brand. yep um so they hear this creepy noise and then kind of like right in a row we start getting some we just get evidence after evidence mm-hmm. and so then nick hears footsteps upstairs that he thinks is coming from mary's room so he wants to go upstairs but can't just go upstairs we need to sneak upstairs 
Just like she's sneaking around on us or whatever he said. Something weird like that. I have the whole quote. Let's oh, sneak up on her since she's sneaking up on us. She doesn't sound sneaky if she's, she's upstairs stomping around in a room. Literally but... not sneaking up on you. <laughs> um, also, just to half step back right after the uh, EMF spike, I have a note. It's freezing. Look oh, at my God. body. <laughs> I don't know who said it. I'm guessing it was Zach. But yeah, yeah. here. Uh, then that's when they heard footsteps okay, in Mary's yeah. room, and then, <laughs> no, dude, I just heard that. And God. then he Nick is like, let's sneak up on her. Yeah, you're sneaking up on a ghost. On a ghost. A ghost. I don't know that you can sneak on a ghost. No, ghosts know that you're there. That's why they're ghosts. Right. They have so much like more, just awareness of like they can be everywhere. You can't sneak on. Well, right. What do I know? But it doesn't seem like you could sneak on one. In our ghost narrative, I think, generally speaking, we expect them to be kind of all aware of everything. So, yeah. You're telling me that you're sneaking up on a ghost? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. No, (laughs) ma'am. My note says, Guy, you're sneaking up on a ghost, though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Then they pull... So they go up to Mary's room, and then suddenly they're using this dark light. Light. Which, by the way, kind of cool. Never have seen this again. I don't, yeah. To my, like, in my recollec- memory. Recollection, yeah I, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember them ever using it again, but it is cool and it's supposed to attract ghosts to the light, but I don't think it's, it's infrared. I believe it's infrared. Yeah. Because they don't really explain it well and I, they go on to use, like, infrared stuff. Like, that's a common light um, source because it's a light wave that's a frequency that humans cannot see and supposedly like spirits kind of live within this mm-hmm. whatever and he's saying that this light dark light is uh, it illuminates the buffering zone between the two I, I wrote worlds but i don't think that's what he said i know i think you're right i thought you meant i i was gonna say light kind of sources but that's not really accurate either um because i'm just thinking of the they like had that textbook picture up where it's like shows the the light like infrared oh right yeah where it shows it shows you all the spectrums of light yeah that's those are the words oh the spectrums it's the lumen it's the uh, illuminating the buffering zone between the spectrums that's it there we go there we go (laughs) teamwork Teamwork. a plus and we did get there eventually he compared this buffering light to a bug light that attracts like (laughs) bugs at night <laughs> and i was like weird but okay it's like i was like i don't think that's exactly how it works but all right i would assume in my non-professional ghost hunting opinion opinion that you would have to have the light on while taking the picture to still be illuminating this <laughs> other spectrum <laughs> yes yes i just took a big sip of coffee <laughs> note to self Iced coffee and recording does not work. Not when you have to take the cover off of your iced coffee because it's leaking. So then you have to get ice cubes. <laughs> but it would also, like, the ice cubes would slam into the top Oh, that's of the true. Cup. They'd be kind of louder, maybe. Yeah. So next time, I usually don't ask for a straw because save the turtles. But, oh, reusable straws. I got them. Oh. Hey. Where are we at? <laughs> anyway. Um... I'm going to take another sip. Hang on. 
manifesting li uh, listenership. Bring on the Starbs money. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking about the light not being on while taking pictures. How is that supposed to work? Because he thinks he's just going to apparently attract them all to the room and then hurry up real quick and take a picture and hope they're still in the room. What I want to know is, is does this light sort of work almost like, because I know, I remember that because the camera that they had was cool in that it is supposed to take infrared light, right? Right, like it has an infrared. It's uh, like an infrared camera. camera. Right. Yeah. So... It's supposed to see things that we can't necessarily see. And that's supposed to be attracted by this dark light. Yes. Per but the dark light isn't necessarily always on, right? When he's taking the pictures. It wasn't on at all when he was taking the pictures. He turned it back off. So is it supposed to be like... Like, you know when you take pictures of... Like, you make like... Oh, like a with like, the thing with the sparklers. Sparkler. Yeah, when you draw like a picture, or well, that's like only because that's long exposure that that's working. Yeah, is that how this this thing works? This camera? No, works? this camera just works with just a different light. Um, like it's taking it like night vision uses this lens style oh. thing. I'm not entirely sure, but it's it's not taking it long exposure unless you set up long exposure you could probably also do that which hey now that i think about it probably should try that well because as long as the camera's still yeah well because that's why i'm thinking maybe maybe it is a long exposure because if the because he had like done the light situation mm -hmm. he like would swirl it around and then he would take a picture right and then he would swirl it around again and then he'd take a picture Right? Yeah, but this is like un unsubstantiated um, claim. Wait, I don't know how to word that, but like, the, the, no one says ever again that this is a good way to capture evidence. This is kind of like the one and only time I've ever seen this. So, think he's making it up as he goes along, hoping for the best. Hey, whatever. That's how we it all kind work. of worked. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> Chikorita. Um. I don't know. I said the camera was super cool. Illuminates infrared. So we do capture something. Yes. Among a number of pictures that we get, we capture some something. Some wispy anomaly. Yeah. A little wispy friend. A well, actually, before we get into that, when we're taking the photos with this camera, this camera takes them in the other spectrum, but also records in the moment on that photo what the temperature is in the environment yes so this is what's kind of cool yes so not only do we capture this wispy friend but we also capture a very significant temperature drop a 10 degree yeah it yeah. goes from being about 75 degrees pretty consistently in every single picture mm -hmm. except for the one with the wispy friend in which it was now 64 degrees. Yep. So that's a significant... That's a big drop. And if you want to think about it in the sense that like, oh, you can fake that. If you were able to fake it in any way, it would only be able to be to raise the temperature with like your body heat on the sensor of the camera. Mm -hmm. But you couldn't really drop it to 64 mm -mm. in any 
easy. Like, I mean, and you you watch him take these pictures oh, yeah. in succession. Like it's not as though there's a a ton of time. It's right. not like it's not like they took most of the pictures at you know eight thirty when mm-hmm. it's still kind of warm out, and then went back two hours later and it got cold and dark and right. suddenly it's 64 no That's they were at the same time frame so yeah it was all very very quick so i loved that i thought that was really cool it's like okay that's that's something so moving on they kind of like get out of there yeah <laughs> like like i said everything in this is just like no flow it's yep. like this is evidence okay next that evidence next thing evidence but yep. it's just not like and we don't really review it that much no. in the moment we're just like oh cool cool cool, cool. yeah but do, are they can they see the picture in real i time? don't know okay. probably not or they might have made a bigger deal out of it in the moment i don't know I don't but remember. i don't know i don't know how it works so moving on they find like another closet question mark i find like another door and then i scribbled it out and just wrote room because i think they said closet and then they were like whoa there's more doors in this closet yeah but like i think they were in a room because the double doors opened up to the masonic temple temple so i don't think you were in a closet that opened up double doors to a temple i think you just didn't know where you were (laughs) (laughs) yeah they were like they were like wow there's there's so so many many doors In their defense, this place is huge. And, and just, it was dark. And it was dark. And just watching it, I think this is when Zach walks into the door. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. A thousand percent. And then he got mad at that. Was this before? I know. Hang on. We're missing like a whole bunch of stuff. Because there's, they walk oh. into, they walk into, the... <laughs> they walk into the temple. They're like, we're not supposed to be here. It's no, like, you missed a part before that that I thought was fucking hilarious because they walk into the room before he walks into the doors. Yeah. Before they're in the temple. Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch of stuff that happened before all that. He goes, well, Nick actually goes, it smells. <laughs> and Zach said, it smells musky. Musky. And I wrote, do you mean musty? And then he kept explaining. He goes, no, because he meant musky cologne. Yeah, which is so funny because... It's like, again, guys, here in a Masonic temple. Yeah. Where all of the men are. So, no kidding, it's going to smell musky. But I, I thought he meant old and musty. And I was like, yeah, no <laughs> shit, it's an old building. <laughs> oh, no, I picked up on musky right away because I was like, oh, they're thinking that it's AC like it's, right. being, being a spook. I just thought he was being a dumbass. <laughs> that's completely possible (laughs) oh my gosh yeah very bad but no no i was like oh they're trying to make something out of a schmeal right now yeah something out of nothing and i was like okay well you walked into the meeting the grand meeting room of this building yeah right and where most of the men are going to be hanging out most of the time so I to me I was just like I appreciate your enthusiasm but I don't think this is something I don't think this is what you think this is <laughs> at the very least like I don't know that it was worth them making uh something out of it that needed to go on the show a big cuz nothing big deal. nothing came of it so yeah. it was just like okay it smells musky <laughs> but anyway 
Yeah, it's musty as hell. Musty, musky, yuck. Yep. Either way, honestly, not great. No. And I so hope they... you have the next note that I have. Oh, I poor Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be yes. Mm, poor Aaron. Yeah. So Aaron walks into an altar. He backs himself right up into it. <laughs> he almost falls over it. Hell yeah. Uh, Did you write what Zach said? Because I didn't write the quote, but Zach no. was basically like, whoa, dude, don't don't mess with that. That could be, like, real bad. Oh, my God, yeah. He said something like, hey, hey, be careful. Yeah. We're not supposed to be in here. Meanwhile, like, this you... dumbass just walked into the door, so <laughs> let's not act like Aaron did this on purpose, Zach. So <laughs> right after Aaron walked into the altar... Zach says, make one little teeny tiny noise and we're gone. And like moments later, there was a solid noise. Yeah. Like it was like. Did they leave? No. (laughs) Well, they sort of did. I bet they didn't. I bet they cut it to kind of look like they did. Yeah. I mean, that's when. Sort of, kind of. That's when uh, Zach walks into a door and he's like, you guys get out of here. Go. He tells tells, uh, Nick and Aaron to get out of here. No, he walks the door. Oh, the door he walks into is the basement door. Yeah. 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 Everybody's walking into everything. So it's definitely very dark in there. Well, then he goes, guys, guide me. I can't fucking see shit. Yeah, you're my eyes. Yeah. And and we're, I'm paraphrasing. Well, I guess I'm not paraphrasing. I'm inserting words because there were, <laughs> there were definitely beeps. There was some form of swear. And I'm guessing that it was, I can't fucking see shit. But yeah, I would say that's probably accurate and i would probably say that too and he didn't gently walk into this oh, he no, didn't he know it was there it. he walked into it like Poor he was guy. just walking down a hallway and then there was just a wall there and was like whoops <laughs> oops <laughs> and he goes that fucking hurt <laughs> or something i actually don't know what he he said something that hurt but probably that fucking hurt yeah he was not thrilled with the fact i'm done with this coffee by the way no more ice cubes nope i'm gonna make it go away forever now We don't have to deal with it ever again. So we're in the basement now. So yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It was 3.09 a.m. And they were in Witter's room on the third floor. That was before the basement somehow. Oh, we got got too excited. We... Mm -hmm. But nothing happened in Witter's room. They just walked up to there. They set up a bunch of cameras um, on a whole bunch of shit. And then they walked out to go to the basement. And that's when Zach walked into the doors. And now we're in the basement. Okay. Now we're in the basement. Okay. So, I made a note of this just because I thought it was special. Mm-hmm. Zach wears a mask for the very first time. It was much earlier than I thought it was. I I know he wears a mask, but I thought that started far later, many seasons in. I don't think he wears the masks. Uh, masks. I don't think he wears a mask for some time after this episode. But he does yes. say. It, he has to, had to wear a mask due to asbestos. Yes. Yeah. Which I, again, don't know if they don't understand how that works, but if you don't disturb it, it's not floating <laughs> in the air. <laughs> so just don't go, like, cutting up floor tiles and pipes and shit, and you won't have asbestos, no, sorry, whatever, asbestos floating around. But if you want to wear the mask, I mean, you can certainly be, I'd be willing- overly cautious about something like that, sure. I'd be willing to bet that the Freemasons were like, there is asbestos down here, and for legal reasons, please wear a mask if you're going to be down here. 
for a period of time maybe i don't know to cover their ass i don't know yeah yeah laws legal yeah and so so that happened begins the muffling in investigations yeah (laughs) but he is down there and he kind of does hear like little things happen and it's creepy i i literally wrote they go into the basement i hate it already (laughs) (laughs) and i have a note um of something that zach said uh when he was down there i'm gonna figure out if this little girl is playful or if she's a demonic little girl i wrote is she a demonic little girl i said why would you ask that he loves inserting demons yeah it's like i mean okay yeah probably probably interesting for the show but like what no. if it's just a little girl? Yeah, you're and calling also, her a little demon. <laughs> also, I this just scares the crap out of me when it comes to any kind of little girl. Like, if it's yeah. a little girl, I just automatically assume it's, it's a, a demon. demon. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, so does he. <laughs> well, and if there's no... I mean, I guess in his defense, if there's no background of who this little girl was then maybe it is a demon or maybe it doesn't exist at all maybe she don't even exist at all and they're just getting touched by you know (laughs) (laughs) but they're in this basement and then zach honestly elects to stay in the basement alone on his own yep which is shocking to me um and then Nick and Aaron go try to find the electric chair, which, granted, still have no idea why there's an electric chair in this building. They do find it. And, and they just kind of look at it. They yeah, don't even... nothing. But, okay, so one of the things that I had noted was the electric chair, did you notice, was, like, maybe 10 inches wide. Yeah, but not big. She narrow. Yeah. I was like, ain't nobody's butt gonna fit in not, there. No. <laughs> maybe Nick, he's a skinny guy, yeah. but, like... I was just kind of laughing. It's very, and it's it's very, like, straight, tall back yeah. and very narrow. It's very strange, but maybe that's what they are. I don't, I don't really I know. I seen one, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, again, why is it even there to begin with? Do they use it? Did they use it? That's the information I wanted from this episode. Yeah. More about that shit. Why is that here? And, and have you killed people? In, in the 1900s on an electric chair. But, like, is whose property is it? Is it the Freemasons? I don't know. Whose nail board is it? <laughs> we, are, bed, we pressing, are we pressing people with nail boards? I like, don't know. I don't, I'm not following. I, mis- I don't know. I totally. It's was... literally its own thing. <laughs> it makes no sense in this episode. It was totally left field just because they. I felt like they just needed something, like, spook. extra spook to add to it. I didn't, it didn't, it didn't do it for me. And they're up there with it, and they do hear footsteps. Mm-hmm. And they are loud, actually. I didn't catch them. Oh, I heard them. They're pretty, they're pretty substantial footsteps. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I had heard that, I would think that someone's, like, some someone physical was person was there. It was pretty loud. I didn't really catch them. I kind of struggled. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then it's 4.17 in the morning. So, again, we're jumping back and forth between Zach in the basement, mm-hmm. Nick and Aaron, Zach in the basement, yada, yada. So, it's 4.17. And Zach's in the basement. And he is hearing noises and he's asking if it's witters. He's recording EVPs on his, and I quote, gold beryllium subtle energy microphone. Mm. Yeah. Very specific for people who don't need to know 
that at all <laughs> but thank you zach whatever it was a microphone it looked like a microphone it looked like a microphone if it looked like a microphone smelled like a microphone it was probably it a, microphone. a microphone yeah um so was that where they captured the evp yes so the evp that they captured was it was pretty clear i thought i, I mean it was kind of breathy obviously but i hear what they say it said but i also thought it said something else else. so they thought that it said ran for help so they were like could this have been mr witters saying what he did like that he ran for help after the car crash could have been could have been but i kind of heard get out in a strangely longer format of like or ran ran for help but it was more of like a get out to me Mm. i didn't hear the three syllables mm. they could have played up the get out because that's what they had already caught in another evp so i'm kind of surprised they didn't try to do that yeah because i kind of did hear that but i didn't i didn't i heard ran for help but i also kind of didn't hear ran for help like you know what i mean like i right. was like okay i i get it i get where you're coming from but right. i still kind of just heard <sighs> it was something wasn't fully clear yeah but yeah uh, again breathy yeah always breathy yeah not always mostly always breathy though spooky though yeah still still in the basement but at least it was the evp so remember he did not hear this in the moment yeah this is true this is true so So then after that this is when there was that big clank in the basement yes and he did get up he did get up he was like holy crap yeah which, I, that freaked me out. That freaked me out, too. I mean, if I were in the basement and something big clanked, I'd Yo, be like... I but first nothing... of all, I actually probably would have just sat down and been as silent as possible because of how I am. As silent as a mouse? Yeah, but... I'd be singing, as we know. Right. I. Oh, my God. I couldn't make noise because it could hear me then. I need to, like, um, possum. If I pretend I'm dead, they won't know I'm here. <laughs> I'm going to possum. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm one of you. Yeah. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. (laughs) No, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. So. Even though that's, this is exactly what they're looking for. Right. No, thank you. But that's where the investigation just kind of stops. Yeah. Then it's daytime and lockdown's done. Yeah. And then they go to Vegas. Uh, Yeah. Because that makes (laughs) sense. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I guess it, it eventually does because we that's we where know that the that's live. where they live. I don't know if that's where they are now because they say that like, and we go to Vegas to have the evidence analyzed by the whatever. It's like Las Vegas Paranormal Institute or something. Something. Like that. I took a note yeah. of what was on the guy's hat, hat but I don't think yeah. he ever said what the group was no i don't think he did either but it was lvpi and i was like las vegas paranormal investigators las vegas could have been investigators i'm calling it institute because because they were analyzing it i I don't know you know i don't know it could have been anything but or we could have googled it no we're not googling it it's fine (laughs) (laughs) they didn't want us to know so we don't need to know So we don't need to know either (laughs) so they just show them basically like the the evidence that they had and they go over it and they're fascinated by it they love the ectoplasm photo yes um i did google it it's very (laughs) las vegas paranormal investigations okay so we were close. Neither of us were right, but we were close. <laughs> Whatever. That's all that matters. Neither of us were right, but we were close. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So they love the ect- ectoplasm photo, which honestly, I thought it was pretty cool too. I, yeah. I, I'm not mad about that picture. I thought 
strange it was a strange photo yeah it was def- there's definitely some uh white misties yep for sure um but i think for me more importantly in this particular scene was the hat that zach was wearing oh i didn't even oh you didn't notice it no my god it was like a bowler hat like literally like oh no black bowler hat why did i miss this oh my god it was his- because it was two o'clock in the morning well, probably yeah <laughs> <laughs> could be that i will find this bowler hat okay and send you a, a picture maybe we'll post this on our instagram yes put it at in. paranormal freezer podcast what's the instagram paranormal freezer podcast find us on instagram at paranormal freezer podcast we'll be posting this bowler hat yeah, but it is boy howdy. He is boy howdy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something else. It is funny, but we it, really we don't really get much from this meeting with the LVPI that guys we, that, is, that we hadn't already. That, yeah, had. that we hadn't really already evaluated. We right. just were like, oh, yeah, this is creepy. Second Great evidence validation from more men that are like, yep, this is creepy. Yeah, yeah, okay, I know, <laughs> we know. Seems like a ghost. Yep. If it looks like a ghost, smells like a ghost. Must be a ghost. Must be a ghost, probably. <laughs> Who knows? Or it could just be like some, I don't know, nothing. Camera reflection. Camera booger. Yes. There's probably a lot of camera booger uh, <laughs> evidence floating out there. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a light uh, a lens flare. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it could have been that. I don't know if that's what it's called, but y- yeah. I think that is what it's... Fleer or flare? Flare. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, the best part about it was the temperature drop, if you ask me, because there's no reason yeah. for that. Right. So, I guess that's the end of the episode. Yeah. So, that was that. Yeah. So, let's go over our best, worst, and whatnot. Yeah. So, in my best, I had put that girl's voice, although you think it's a second bagel cat. I I liked, I actually did make a note of the girl's voice. It was creepy, especially um, with the EMF. Yeah. Initially, I put it in worst evidence because I was like, eh, bagel cat. But I like it because the fact that there was an EMF spike. It, like, corroborate, corroborated? Yeah, I guess. Is that the right word? That's the right word. Correlated? No, corroborated. corroborated the the whole package deal yeah the the spoopy yes okay so then i had also put in there was the motion sensor with the shadow because that was be it was something that was undeniably not normal Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um and especially because they were so aggressive at the very beginning. Yes. And for a while they wouldn't stop. But I wish they didn't just go away. Like I wanted maybe, to hear more. Maybe they abruptly just stopped. That's why we maybe. never heard more from it. Because I would assume if that happened again, they would have they would have talked about it again. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I mean, I, I almost wish that there would have been like a point where somebody had said, I wish that they had made a mention that there were no additional um motion detected throughout the night kind of thing right yeah because it seemed like it seemed like such a predominant part of the very very beginning it was going for like five solid minutes right it was and then suddenly it was like done it was like that's it never again (laughs) never again not mentioned again 
but best evidence for sure was the um ectoplasm with the temperature drop now i will say i had initially put that in the worst evidence just as i had said it was kind of wishy-washy for me because i was thinking it was potentially lens flare but with the temperature drop i'm willing to move that over into the best evidence because i didn't think about that Mm -mm. and how that was in the same photo so yeah i thought that was pretty cool yeah i agree i I, yeah I'll, i'll move it over yeah i mean but there wasn't anything that was like so compelling i was ready to like truly go to bed like scared right no i agree too it didn't really happen <laughs> even though when i started the episode i fully thought it was gonna freak <laughs> me out but it didn't it calmed itself down as the episode went on yeah and it's funny <laughs> because i remember you were texting me last night saying oh this is gonna be scary i'm already scared right and i remember being like it's trust me you'll be fine <laughs> And I was. And you were. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is not, I assure you, this is not that big a deal. Right. I was like, there are most definitely scarier episodes than this. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to disappoint. Or like influence (laughs) my view before it began. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. There's definitely scarier episodes than this one for sure. So Um, worst evidence. Yes. Let's get into that one. Uh... I'm calling ran for help, the ran for help EVP medium evidence. Uh, yeah, the basement one. Mm-hmm. Me too. That's in there. It's it's not like terrible. It's still um, an EVP, but it's not. It's not very compelling. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I just it's an, it's just another EVP that could or could not have been what they said. Right. Not. I'm not crazy. Just meh. Not crazy about it. Also, the door creaking noises everywhere. I'm putting that in worst because okay. it can be creepy, but this house is very old mm. and houses just make noise. Yeah. The heat could have kicked oh, on so and true. something made something or this could have happened. It's just a lot that goes on that creaks can be easily explained. Yeah. I wasn't crazy about the creaks. Honestly, the footsteps for me too. Yeah. They were, they were loud, but they weren't so very loud <laughs> i didn't i didn't really hear them so i sort of was yeah. <laughs> so it was hard but that in good evidence <laughs> yeah i was sort of like okay i could have taken or, or left these footsteps mm-hmm. this footstep evidence um I, I really was hoping for a door to slam on its own but i will say too at the very very beginning i don't know if you remember this but there was uh zach asked the one of the freemasons to show an example of the door slamming and that door it slammed loudly but it looked like it was on springs it is it totally slammed back on a hinge <laughs> it was like of course my well, I mean, it door is gonna do that too if you open it and let it go <laughs> yeah exactly it, i was like i mean it could have been a strong breeze and i mean he said that it was doing it it was storming that in night. a storm and it was like well yeah my bathroom door does that all yes. the time if i leave the window open could have been a lot going on there doesn't mean it was spooky paranormal yeah i mean don't get me wrong it scares the crap out of me every time it happens yeah but then i'm like oh yeah yeah i have the a window wind. open yeah. it's like Draft. oh yeah I have, I have a window open the door is like super light so of course it's gonna slam right but i don't know i just I was like, that's just not, I was really, really hoping to see a door that wasn't like an exterior door that could have been on springs 
just slam shut on its own. I was when like, they asked for it in the um, Masonic temple, temple, yeah, it didn't happen. I yeah. wanted it to happen. Me too. I was really looking forward to that happening. Yeah. Also, I was really hoping that the little girl yes. thing would move the ball in the basement. Oh, that would have been creepy, that but it been, didn't happen. It would have been so creepy, and I would have been... I, I would have fully on board. I would have buckled up and just been like knuckle and buckle. I would have <laughs> knuckle and buckle, <laughs> and I would have said, "Okay, this this is a a solid seven out of ten. Put the put the episode back in the freezer." Right, but but no, we didn't get that. Unfortunately, that's all I have in worst. So I have one more. Um, the Schneefs. When they were smelling the cologne. Oh, I didn't even count that because I still was going on. He was a dumbass, so. <laughs> you were like, this is, this is stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was like, it's a Masonic temple. It's, the smell's bound to be there. Men. This, men. Yeah. Very manly. Yes. It's, this isn't, you know, if they had walked into like a kitchen or something, I would and smell that smell. I would have been like, "Oh, okay, that's unique. You're not necessarily always going to get that." But in a room where a lot of men gather a lot of the time, I was like, "That's stupid evidence. Why are we yeah. talking about this?" Moving on, poor, poor Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> poor Aaron. So there was not too much. Aaron. I was going to say, I don't have much. He's he was like not in this episode. He was a very good little cameraman. Yep. And and did what Zach asked him to do. He put the X's down. But, but the X's and even... I really only put mostly when he tripped. But that was just poor Aaron on his own accord. <laughs> that was Aaron Sorry. on his own volition. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron falling over the altar. That's what I put. Yeah. yeah. Same. It was just, whoops. Was it an altar? I kept calling it an altar. I think it was an altar. Okay. Or, or it's, it kind of almost looked like a table or some I form of I don't think it a... was a table. I think night vision throws things off. I think it was like... An, al- it, it seemed an altar kind of sort. short for an altar to me but i don't know I, it made me think of like a grave thing but like it was inside so i think it was an altar yeah it was it, like uh, a yeah. what's that called in a graveyard the like short table looking stones um, not like a tombstone like a tombstone but like flat and on feet kind of like a not a mausoleum at all <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Statue? I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. It I kind didn't of know like they that. had special names. Maybe they don't. <laughs> I didn't know they had special. I keep wanting to say funeral home, but it's not a funeral home. No. I didn't know they had special cemetery names. Don't so. think they do. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, <clears throat> anyway. That was all I had for that. Same, and same, then the same. cringe shit Zach said or did. This episode wasn't as cringy as it's been. There was no cringe. As it's been. One episode in. Two episodes in. Yeah, but last episode had way more cringe. This wasn't really cringe. Yeah, no, it wasn't that bad. Um, Telling telling the guys to get out of the room he was investigating in. You know what what room that was? That was when he was in uh, Mary's room and he wanted to do the dark light thing. Oh, okay, yeah. But... But I even do still... think that wasn't that bad. I even did write weird dark light buffer thing, but yeah. that really wasn't that bad. But his affliction shirt was pretty damn bad. <laughs> <laughs> I liked uh, yelling at the guys for not giving instructions and walking into the door. Oh, yeah. Guys, you're, you're supposed my to eyes. be my eyes. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. And then, of course, for me, ever present, 
the bowler in Vegas. Yeah, that I missed. Jesus. I can't believe you missed that. I can't wait to send it to you. You're going to be like, oh my God, oh, I can't believe I missed this that. This man. This man. Oh my God. It is such a hat. And it was, I out loud was like, what a choice. <laughs> okay. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's what I had. Four out of 10. I. I would actually, even reviewing it now, like, I'm I'm almost bored of this episode. Same. I'm saying, like, I thought it was great in the moment. But, again, I think this is what happens when you do it at midnight or, you know, midnight 30. I think that that does something to you. But I actually think this episode might be, like, a three. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm willing to three and or two it even. Mm, let's, what's the average of three and three? Three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Math is not our <laughs> It's really not. Okay. Well, on that note, I think we should just make it a three. I'm gonna call it a three. Three out of ten. Put the bucket back in the. Uh, put the episode back in the freezer. We're. Yeah. It's. I like. I like. I like the ghost bugger. No, no, this one doesn't have to go back in the freezer. No, it doesn't have to go back in the freezer. It's just a three. Yeah. It doesn't have to go back in. Okay, we can leave it out. It can go bad. Yeah. It can go bad. <laughs> yeah so for the first two episodes we're already saying like these these aren't aren't this isn't all that spooky maybe that's for on purpose maybe and i think it will i think stay tuned for some more spooky episodes i know i i know there have been ones that i've really been like whoa yeah so i know it's coming but yeah there are episodes that i remember seeing being like oh my goodness yes (laughs) yeah so stay tuned with us for that um, next episode is Moundsville Penitentiary. So that's that should in, be a good one because penitentiaries tend to get some shit yeah, going. That's so. in Moundsville, Pennsylvania. Moundsville. <laughs> Goodness. Moundsville. I could go for a Mounds. Do you uh, like a Mounds? Yeah. I like an Almond Joy a little better. Really? Yeah, I like the Almond. Of course you do. Yeah. Yeah. But I like Wait, the- why is it a Mound with no Mounds? Girl. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh, maybe we bring a mounds next time. Maybe yeah. The snack. Ooh, yeah. That would be that would be fun. That would be fun. Well, I okay. Go for a mounds, I'll bring you an almond joy. Maybe like an almond joy. Good. They're basically love. the same. This thing. is the same thing. Dark chocolate with no almond, and yeah, with they're or without both the great. almond. As long as it's coconut and chocolate, I'm here for it. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, follow, follow us, us. <laughs> on Instagram at Paranormal Freezer Podcast. And yeah, let us know if you thought this episode was spookier than we did. Yeah. Would uh, you put it back in the freezer or not? Rate feel free to rate and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all the wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear what you have to say, but only if it's nice. Yes. We don't want to hear anything <laughs> negative. Nope. <laughs> We like a good constructive criticism, but not that much. <laughs> mm, a kind constructive criticism. Yes. Well, well worded and uh, helpful, and not helpful. rude. <laughs> so, anyway. anyway, thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.